Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of season three of your mom's podcast, the only podcast that's worth walking out on a date with one of Degrassi's coolest girls. I'm Avis. And I'm Caroline. And today we're discussing Degrassi season three, episode seven, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Roses are red, cancer makes snakes shout, Manny swoops in when Ash won't put out. Things are getting serious between Ashley and Craig. <laughs> that sounded so weird. I'm going to say it again. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting serious between... Oh, did something else sound, sound weird? No, I didn't. Not particularly. You did look a little bemused okay. at the Ash Won't Put Out. I, I, love I always you... do because I, I don't read ahead. Yeah, no, I don't. I know, I, don't I love it. Before we record, it's, it's for uh, authenticity. But okay, I gotta keep that in <clears> mind whenever it's your poem and fuck with you. Please do, because I'll just roll with it, as you know. And I'm we'll so take glad it again that if we. Be. I'm so glad that we kept in all of roses are red, violets are blue. I know you, the real you. Me too. That was all right. Lovely. Let's. Take. That was no, one of my um, proudest okay, words. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Things are getting serious between Ashley and Craig, but when Ash won't have sex and Craig won't say I love you, they're both well, <laughs> gosh. Things are getting serious between Ash and Craig, but when Ash won't have sex and Craig won't say I love you, they're both left wanting more. Desperate not to lose her, Craig bites the bullet and says, I love you in a song, which also catches the attention of Manny who has also realized her dream man, Sully, is more of a nightmare. Over in the Simpson-Nelson household, the chemo is kicking Snake's ass, so Spike calls in the cavalry and gets the zit remedy back together. Love it. Can we start with the B-plot? I I love the B-plot, although I think it's just because Wheels is back, and I mean, I don't know why, but I always loved Wheels. Maybe it's like how you love Craig. I love Wheels. That sucks. Wheels. So I oh only really, like, I'm aware of Wheels, but it's been so long since I watched mm-hmm. Junior High. I, yeah. So I'm more aware of him because of this episode, and I love how aggressively Canadian he is. Yeah. He's always, yeah, he's definitely giving that, um, he's giving those authentic vibes. <laughs> I I feel like he's I, my issue with him was he um he was a very minor character in like their triad until he mm-hmm. wasn't and he was just suddenly his parents died and and then he he's a troubled kind of tumbleweed kid after that he doesn't really know where he fits and he's just mouthing off and he's got an issue with authority which relatable and like there's really just a tumbleweed sort of aesthetic to him until the the tv movie i think i believe it was a tv movie the end of the series um which saddled his fate with him lucy he's the reason lucy has the crutches and yeah like so lucy there she is trying to defuse a fight so Lucy is like, okay, come to, cause, because he's already drinking wheels. He starts drinking, even though his parents were killed by a drunk driver. It, it, it's kind of like a character shift. We deal with him. our and trauma he, how we deal with our trauma. 
it is so and it's just only a character i only bring it up because in the in initially he's just very much like i'll never do that and then it's like he's kind of switched mm. his tack and i get it's just with growing older like you said we process it differently at different times so he's kind of making things more high energy because he's drinking so Lucy's trying to defuse the tension. They go on a ride and he kills a kid and um, impairs Lucy, uh, physically impairs Lucy. Um, and it's really fucked up. I mean, of course, he's got like, it's, I mean, but that's like the end of the series. Like, all the only like reprieve we see is, was really cut from like the, I believe from the U S televisions, but like, Mm -hmm. I think they showed it on Canadian television, like the reunion between, um, between the two, between Lucy and wheels. But, um, I don't know. I've always loved that his character, I think that they just kind of like, for some reason, he's not one of the characters that gets to be brought back in the new generation to be fully fleshed out. They decided to bring Caitlin back instead. Because Caitlyn's story is important. No, it's not. Spoiler alert. It's really no, it's not. not. But she's going to be back with That's... us next week. Um, but anyway, this is just a very roundabout way to say that Wheels is back because Snake is really grouchy about the chemo. He feels sick all the time. He doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't want to eat. He's tired. He's yeah. giving up. Right, he doesn't want to yeah. eat because he's just going to throw it up and. Spike mm-hmm. is really trying, but she's but at she's her doing a she's horrible tired. job. Uh, she's she's, tired she's of it. She's over it. She and is, I mean, but like she's not supporting her, him in the way also... that he needs. They need some space. They've been kind of yeah. on top of each other since he started chemo. I think they kind of want to make that clear too. It's like they they're just not taking any time away from each other he needs a night out she needs a night away from him so this could not her coming up with like a way to get him out of the house in a way that's not gonna like upset him it could not come at a better time and for her it's like what better than to recreate his high school days it does upset it him. Super though, upset. Like, it's like super upset. It's super. Everything is going to upset him too. And da, 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 da. Like, and I feel for Snake. Yes, but he's, he's like so that's the last thing I need right now. That's the. Th- I think that's one thing they kind of want us to like feel about him is he's so like insufferable and he's like barely the character that we love. Um, mm-hmm. he, like one of the things we love about Snake is, is he's very easygoing. He's roll with the punches. He's not going to hold things and like harp on things, but like he's the opposite of that. He is not going with the flow. He is harping on every little detail that he can't control. And it's like, if he could control it, then he'll try to do something about it. But no, he can't control any of this. It's the nature of the activity mm-hmm. and he's still being a little, you know, like uh, negative Nancy. And it's, it's a departure from what we know of snake and it's like this sucks and i mean i i think that i feel for uh, spike but she's just not having any of it she's like i don't care i do care but like i also you need an attitude adjustment like i can't do right. it right <laughs> so get the like, fuck out of my house my and place. go be with your friend for a bit and then and it's always Emphasis a on get the fuck out of my house weird <laughs> to me that wheels shows up because i feel like in the next generation like 
we've barely heard of wheels and none of it's good like it's the very first episode when they're at the reunion and it's before the reunion it's the night before when they all go out to get drinks and they're talking about shit and like they're like guy kills a kid and gets off scot-free or whatever like it's weird that joey surprises him with wheels to me i think right and i mean so it is weird i think when i every time i watched this episode it was like he always kind of came out of left field because i think they need to set up the fact that he does know what it's like to have this kind of like you know life ending thing happen and have to like rebuild essentially right um no it's just I mean, in I a completely a different choice. context he just he is but i think they want joey to be that kind of character who makes those kind of choices who's like okay i can bring back somebody that makes sense in this kind con- like they want joey to be relevant and i think that that's probably the only reason why and i mean other than the fact the obvious fact that he makes sense as a character to bring back because who else is going to be able to teach or, or not even teach but just level with a snake on this um mm-hmm. who else would be able to do that but wheels um but like i mean if you really break it down it doesn't really make a lot of sense <laughs> it doesn't like why would why would snake even want to see him like you said like why would snake want to be around somebody who he's judged before and who he he judged very harshly when it happened um and was just like yeah this is not my like this is not my friend um right and i just think it's it's a choice that makes sense in the narrative but it's not like a no no one character would really be a good fit to bring him in so I mm-hmm. guess they just decided to give to give it to Joey because wacky Joey just doing all, all wacky those other Joey. shenanigans. Wacky, wavy, but it works. inflatable Joey, man. It works. Um, I like three that that, get that works. That works because <laughs> you know who has wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing tube men? Used car dealers. Yes, it does. It's a meta. It's a meta. (laughs) But no, it does work, and it's so cute. Emma and Spike lurking out the window when they pull up in Joey's convertible, singing the only song they know. The only song their band ever produced. Do you think they've Um, just been singing it over and over again since they left the bowling alley? I I would bet money, yeah. What else are they gonna sing? The verses? No, they're not gonna sing the verses. <laughs> um, that would mean they have to admit that there are verses, which they seem to want to forget. But um, yeah, it's a it's I a really nice. I can't believe we B-plot. still remember the words. Like God help us! Like it's not. Gosh, it's it's funny. I bring back Lucy. Like that's what that's what the girls really want. Right. <laughs> bring back Lucy. <laughs> bring back the wrong cast member (laughs) linda if you are listening to this please go back in time leave caitlin in the past bring back lucy Mm -hmm. oh man lucy and spike could have been a cute couple in adulthood if they needed like a romantic interest for somebody 
Okay, but I literally would have accepted if anybody in the cast was gay. Like, anybody. Like, right? any of them. Like, any Have we gone them. over the lyrics to Everybody Wants Something on the show before? Um, no, I think we just assume that everybody's been scarred by that particular chestnut, but if you would like to. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like they have two verses and one chorus. Yeah. Um, everybody get ready and get into gear. The Degrassi sensations, the one and only Zit Remedy is here. Everybody wants something, they'll never give up. Everybody wants something, they'll take your money and never give up. Everybody face up to the facts as they are. Dedication is hard, but you'll be somebody and you will go far. That last verse is just a throwaway. I'll be honest. The first verse is a throwaway. The first one, the first one is, is more on brand though. Everybody get ready and get, and into, get gear. into gear. I can just imagine Joey playing the electric guitar, but it's not plugged up to an amp. So all you hear is him plucking the strings of the electric guitar. Um, oh, and you know yes. how that sounds. Yeah. And they just, yeah. So... Uh, the fact and that's that our B-plot. Like, yeah, the fact that this was just like, these were their heydays and Snake needed to revisit the happiest time in his life, apparently. Not like the birth of his child. Not like well, What, are they going to the recreate mid- that in the living room? Yep. <laughs> his marriage. No, I'm joking. Joey um, goes that and was picks up Shane show. McKay. <laughs> Like the real Shane McKay, not the not the damn Sheen knockoff not we have at home. Sean McKay. Not it was not fake, <laughs> fake ass Shane McKay. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was definitely our B plot. I feel for we can see that even though Snake is just to keep on in our Snake Cancer timeline, despite the fact that he is actively doing chemo treatments, it's it doesn't seem to be helping. As much as as we would hope, being the audience, we we want to see his ass healthy again. It's been an episode with him in the back, and we want him to be healthy. Yeah, and he's not. He's being so pissy, like in class. I love how Paige is like, "What's his deal?" Like y'all know he has cancer. You can not only is he like heavily bald, but he's also like you guys know that he has. You know this, like. You know that he has cancer and he's undergoing chemo treatments. Like right. they're just all shit children. They're shit children. Um, <sighs> they truly are. Terry cares, but I mean, and Emma cares. Speaking of shit children, Craig Manning. <laughs> yeah, Craig Manning is trash in this episode. Like. <sighs> I actually really uh, can't dude, stand and, Craig in this episode. I feel so bad. No, same. For both, for both Ash and Manny. Even though, like, I always remember watching this arc and being like, Ash is so whiny. Why does she need him to say that? Like, especially right. if he's co- if it's coerced. If it's coerced, does he really mean it? Does he really mean it? <laughs> like, well, no. No, um, he clearly. <sighs> he's scarred. I, that song is like, 
It's oh my gosh, his, uh, that's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite song of his. Um, because I've got I I always forget them when I'm trying to think about them, but I this I is always a really forget good one. that that song even exists, and then I'm like, it's so beautiful. It is though. I mean, it like Manny's over there, like swooning, like it's written for her. Like Manny, if you don't sit your ass down, like he's literally staring at another girl while he's singing this song because he wrote it for her. Right. Our man Wella stro- has strayed from the light. She's not <laughs> in this episode. She's not doing well. Um, her outfits no. are on point, but like she's really like. As far as her, like, inner arc is going, she is still trying to get, like, no good news Craig. And Craig is trying to get her some first ass. outfit. Her first outfit I don't actually love. Is it that orange one? No, it's the, like, matching shorts and jacket. And they're, like, a satiny fabric. And it's one of those, like, generic Asian prints of the early aughts. Um, that I don't think that was one of mine. Then no, that's not one of the ones I liked. Cause I it was not a good one. She had some really cute outfits, but that was not mm-hmm. it, in my opinion. It was like I thought Ash had too matchy matchy. Yeah, no, I actually like this is and forever will be an Ashley Kerwin slander podcast. But this is also Ashley's best fashion era by miles. Yeah, and I'm gonna enjoy it like really do because it's gonna go downhill from here um yeah uh do we get any emma in this episode um we get emma like opening the door for joey and we get emma at the very end when manny is like i want to tell you about what happened but i can't yet um right before craig is like Man, poor fuck. It's so frustrating it's because, up. like, Craig is so indifferent to her always. And that's what seems to fuel her fire. Like, she enjoys mm-hmm. the more he ignores her, the more she's like empowered to continue to pursue him. And it's like, girl, yeah, he don't like you. He's just not that into you. That movie that came out right. and like it was like 2010. Based off of a book mm-hmm. that no one read. No one read that book. Um, <laughs> I think it's like, not the even premise like a fiction it, book. It's like a dating it's, advice book. It's a dating advice book. That's why no one read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was not the era for that. And I don't know if it, I don't know if what era that was. Maybe the 90s. I don't know. I don't know. Not this. Not the fucking 2010. No. But the fact that like she was continually like like that made her hot to pursue someone who just did not fucking give a shit about her is like her that's her type dude who doesn't give a shit about her that is manuela santos's type and it's proven time i think you said that a couple episodes ago where we first started talking about like um maybe not even maybe was it uh her episode where she asks Craig out. What do you remember? What that episode was called? I always forget it. What it's called? Um, that's um, don't believe. No, not don't believe the hype. I don't know what that episode's called, but it's called something. 
It is called um, something. But uh, that episode where she's like a sugar plum princess and she has the date with Craig where she stuffs the um, cotton candy in his mouth. And the and already the, he's just indifferent to yeah. her. And like, it's very much like, and she's throwing herself at him. And we're like, okay, this is the beginning of her sexuality literally being crafted around a guy who doesn't give a shit about her. And it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter what he looks like because she goes for a lot of different guys in varying like attractiveness misses. Like it's not like the hot guy or the popular guy or the musician or the brooding guy. Like she doesn't go for one kind of guy or the bad guy. She goes for the guy who doesn't give a fuck about her. Right. Every and it really sucks. Time. Until the end. Until the end. Until the end. Oh, Manny. But we have a lot to suffer through before we get to that lovely day. Um, So at this point, she's really just simping for Craig. He cannot say to, like, they're making out, as teens do. And he's trying to go for some feeling under the the shirt action. And and Ash is like... The weird... You no, know, he's going for below the belt. He like is it below oh, the belt over her belt oh, buckle. Right. He, that's what he does to Manny. Sorry, I, I'm thinking about at the end when it's he tries so to weird too. Un- he like button. unbuttons one of several buttons, and it doesn't yeah. really change her attire mm-hmm. at all. Her attire, yeah, because it's like a or her like the clean, it's, or whatever. It's so weird. And it's but it's like no, they gotta a, like they gotta be. Sorry, that was uh, you were. Oh, you were describing. No, no, go like ahead. Not a bustier, but, but like it was like a, emphasize a that they're a but. Oh, okay, it was a button down. Um, how they were just trying but it didn't, to like emphasize that they're going further than Craig mm-hmm. and Craig and Ash went. Like that, this is something that's going farther. So he's asking where Ash said no and needed more before he could go that far. Manny's like yes. You know, there's uh, right. obviously they have to be pointed in her letting him unbutton her clothing, whereas Ash stopped him when he tried to, like I said, uh, unzip her pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk for a second about the, like, I guess technically C plot that's very small of like it's Paige's birthday and Ashley is helping Spinner throw a party? Mm hmm. Not Hazel, mm-hmm. not Terry, Ashley. Ashley's parents have gone away for the night so that Ashley can have a party. It's- yeah, and it's like, oh, that's why she says um, to Spinner and um, and Ash, like, oh, my oldest friend and my boyfriend, whatever you guys talking about mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's what the facilitation is for Craig being able to kind of brag to Spinner that ash gives him yeah because after he plays because she after breaks he up plays he that sends beautiful her a dozen song. roses well he sends <laughs> with the he card sends her a dozen roses with a card that says ash you rock xo craig you rock xo craig and, and marco's like what did the card say like you know like come on now like marco's the card is the smart <laughs> He is the card seals the deal. Like the the roses are nice, but like the card seals the deal. Um, and yeah, she breaks up with him because she's just like, you don't you don't love me. Like you can't say it. Blah blah. And then he um, asks her to. Uh, how does he? How does he do it? 
It's not. He that puts he a asks note her. on her locker. He puts a note on her locker. He puts a note on her come. locker. Meet me in the gym. Um, meet me what in do the I gym write these he's... bullet points for, Avis? Oh, I'm not even looking at that. I'm so sorry. And he, um, <laughs> no, it's fine. And she, he's playing her the song, and I mean, F- Ashley is soaking it up, but of course, Manny is coming behind because uh, she's is she doing something for Spirit Squad? She's helping Paige move something for Spirit Squad. Yes, and so she that's a pretty legitimate reason for her to be coming behind in the other entrance of the gym and very quietly as to not interrupt the song. And she is just listening like it was made for her. Um, and... <laughs> I I fully believe she blocked out Ashley, like her whole presence. Like mm-hmm. she completely like blocked out Ashley being. I here. love like um, she keeps bringing it up too. She's like, if you wrote me that, if you wrote that song for me, I'd be happy. I'd for be months. happy and for months. Raj and she's like, this is where you wrote that song, isn't it? Would you play it for me? Like, girl, this is why. Like Manny made me understand why dudes in bands get ass, and I really didn't understand mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but like the way she's like, oh, like you said, I completely forgot that whole scene of them in their little love shack of a of a garage, um, <laughs> like mm-hmm. hiding the Christmas presents and everything during a holiday. Which oh my gosh, we're getting into in a couple in a handful of episodes it'll be fun but i just i'm really not the the fact that she's like oh my gosh you're writing music you're writing music i'm just gonna throw my throw my proverbial you know like come on manny like you don't really right. give a fuck that that man plays music you don't really care he could be walking on water and whatever he does you, you're gonna fall in love with and the fact that it's, it happens to be music um is I mean, it's on brand for her at this time. She's just, and this musician in particular. Why Craig? Is there not another musician at Degrassi? I mean, I'm just saying, imagine somebody that you found physically attractive singing something about the way you shine to you because they wrote it for you. Well, personally, I don't know that I'd ever conflate especially if I see their longtime girlfriend standing there, that that song could ever be for me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a little bit more I don't know. grounded in I reality. Know. I get it. I get, you know. I, I, yeah, I was you know, so she's... blind to how much Craig sucked when I was a teenager. So blind. I am actually really thankful that I never really liked Craig. I was, I was too busy, you know, obviously having my issues with Paige and how awful they wrote her character and Degrassi takes Manhattan, but that's for another day. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Manny is all on the train tracks to kind of throw her proverbial panties at Craig because right. She sees him. She sees him yeah, playing a song. No. That's, that's an, like showing devotion to his girlfriend and if she does not see that she's lucky that he that he's singing to her like that then she's a fool and i mean is mm-hmm. literally as soon as manny catches uh ash slipping 
she's yeah. there she's like ah. yeah no races outside yeah um chases him down he doesn't want to talk to her he he does not want to talk to her but and he like, also wants the ego stroking yeah but like and the fact that um okay but like here do you think that it's a super offensive thing for him to have told his friend that you guys were gonna have sex would you have been offended i don't know that i would have i don't think it's unreasonable that ashley is upset Mm -hmm. but i also don't think it's unreasonable that craig told spinner yeah right that's how i feel like like you know because i'm trying to think back to like that age and that mindset and like i don't know i was such a fucking dweeb at that point in time i would have loved if somebody told somebody they were having sex with me are you kidding um yeah but like it's not unreasonable to me that ashley's upset Mm-hmm. you know sex is a big deal it's also it makes sense to me that like craig told spinner mm-hmm. you know he's excited had it come to fruition <laughs> had it come to fruition you know she would have told ellie or Paige. Mm-hmm. you know most likely fucking and ellie. so it's hard <laughs> what i said most likely ellie <laughs> um it's mm-hmm. it's definitely hard to like be met because she has to think about the shoe being on the other foot. She is just upset because she is already insecure about Craig being sincere about him expressing his feelings. Um, mm-hmm. Even though for him, expressing things musically is probably the most authentic way that he can express things because to him, someone saying, I love you does not necessarily translate to, I'm not going to fucking kick your ass with a golf club so i don't think that it's fair to like and i mean to to his credit she has that context it's not like he's Mm -hmm. hidden any of this thing these things from her well and i think he may not be able to articulate you know no he and i mean he doesn't it's not an unreasonable thing you know because his dad like it's not okay fuck albert manning and that's not love but like the fact that people are bad at loving Mm -hmm. does not like change the fact that that's like what they think they're doing you know yeah that that was the best i don't think that albert didn't love craig he just was really fucking bad at it he was terrible at it and i mean that's not craig's fault that and I mean that was just the capacity that his father possessed and I'm not I just more right. think that there should have been like and I mean obviously that's maybe more critical thinking than a teenager is is capable of doing but thinking okay maybe it's not easy for Craig to say I love you like his like we he know as an audience and she's like I know <laughs> And, like, him, him expressing as much as he has the vocabulary for, like, he doesn't need to go into specifics, but, like, we as the audience have seen that 
um, Albert said it multiple times, like when we were with him and Craig, mm-hmm. that he loved him. And it still Albert didn't told mean his son anything. He loved him more than most all like Ott's dads did. I feel like it's uh totally, and it was very pointed in my opinion of how many times he was like, "I love you" verbally, but then physically and and in his actions, he did completely different and contradictory things. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, he's he's fighting to you know he he wants to honor the verbal I love you but he gets so frustrated and acts out of these like horrible impulses and he's just a horrible person in those moments and I mean I really think that it's hard to just like blame Craig for not being able to to flat out and and really to even like say I love you and be like trust that you know, like he's still working through those right. complex feelings of loving someone who ultimately hurt him, loving someone who was supposed mm-hmm. to protect him and 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 be, you know, by his side in in this world. And it really sucks that he's now having to like kind of justify and con- to continue his relationship. And I mean, obviously, it is premeditated by sex, but. I do think it's a big point in their relationship to be like, you know, you want these physical things to come along with two people being in love, but you can't even express that you're in love because you're not really in touch with those emotions necessarily. I think that he loves Ashley, but he probably, he, a song is the best way that he can express that. He doesn't have any mm. other real language for it. Um, right. Ash should have just kept kept on walking, girl. She should have. She should have. But she, you know. And no, and I do think, like, I don't think that the things that Ashley wants from Craig are unreasonable for her to want. Yeah. But I think that it's, it's again, it is that central problem that I have with Ashley of just, like, It's like there's a lack of empathy. Yeah. For other people's experiences. And really kind of across the board, like I can't think of a time where that hasn't been the case. And I think that's a lot of what makes it hard to like care about her as a character when she's going through things because she just doesn't care to get on anyone else's level or or like pretend to to understand or try to understand what someone else is going through but then the minute she's got some sort of inconvenience in her world it's the most important thing and it's Mm -hmm. like it's hard to like care about a character like that because it's like other people exist and just because you might not have these experiences doesn't mean you can't empathize and get on their level and try to like be there for them in any way that's possible and like she does a good job being there for Craig physically but I think that she never really fully absorbs what he's going through and she doesn't give him and I mean not that Craig needs like a huge amount of slap being cut for him but I think like maybe giving him that allowance that like showing affection might not be easy for him because his dad seemed like a very normal guy who showed affection to him constantly and still was very physically mm-hmm. abusive to him. And so he might be confused. Now, right. And I would say by the same token, 
it's perfectly reasonable that Ashley is not ready to have sex with you. Oh, she doesn't need to have sex and, with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way that he is about that is also gross and frustrating. Yeah. It's definitely like, like Craig, Craig sucks. And I mean, that's I love a lot him. of why I'm always going like, to make an excuse for him, but the, 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 the excuses are there to be made for him. But like, it's at the same time, it's like, Craig, you also have to kind of fit, stand to face the bullshit that you've created. Um, and this is not all. And not, not only, not even just that though, but I feel like, okay, it's one thing like like I think it's great to say like here are the things that I'm struggling with and I'm not gonna give you I'm it's gonna be hard for me to give you what you want here and like whatever and like here are the ways I need you to cut me slack mm-hmm. but if you're going to ask people to cut you slack you need to also cut them slack yeah and like I don't know and they shouldn't they shouldn't be together. And honestly, that's a bummer because I think that, like, if you, like, they're so close to, I think, being a good couple. I mean, they communicate rather well as far as, like, Like, if you take the go. Manny of it out of it. Yeah, I you mean, know, Manny's a lot of where their, well. I mean, she's a lot of where their dysfunction comes from, but she's not all of where their dysfunction comes from. So it's like, right. it's definitely well, hard to know. That it's, and not that it's Manny. I guess I meant the infidelity. The infidelity, in but like, I don't, I personally don't know not to like pigeonhole Manny like she's the only woman in this universe that could possibly be capable of this kind of behavior. But just like, we have not seen other characters, even though Craig is like, quote-unquote a hot guy at school we have not seen any other instances of girls like throwing themselves at craig despite knowing he's in a relationship that just seems to be manny's like mission because he dumped her last year for being too young whereas i we all know Mm -hmm. that he just dumped her because he doesn't like her like that's that's why he dumped her because he doesn't like i mean he it's not that he dislikes her in where he's not like tolerant of her and like as a friend i just don't think he'd ever cared to put in that effort to have a relationship with her like he likes ashley right like not even that he wouldn't romance like he wouldn't they have he clearly has no problem fucking her Right, like they're not like as far as there were right. things that would support a relationship. Even a teen, even as a teenage boy, he knows that. But like the my like thinking of the the little bit of chemistry that they seem to have when you act, they actually go on their date and even their conversations outside of the the damn uh, party are flat and not charged right, with any he's like, energy not now manny like he thinks of her as a little annoying sister even with her ass half out like she doesn't and it's sad because she's putting in a lot of effort and she could get any quote-unquote guy that she wanted probably at this point but she wants the, mm-hmm. the boy who rejected her and he still well, doesn't I care it's, it's, i think it's interesting I think it's interesting too, though, like the con the contrast of Sully and Craig, mm-hmm. where like 
Sully very much strikes me as the kind of guy who's going to be indifferent to any girl that he's dating. Yeah. Who hurts you, Sully? You know, like, he's not... Who hurts you? Whereas Craig is, like, Craig is genuinely into Ash. And, like, it shows, you know? He is. And it's, like, that's the thing. Like, he's not emotionally unavailable to everyone. He's just emotionally unavailable to everyone who isn't Ashley. Because he's only in a relationship with Ashley. Um... And I, right. I mean, that Manny's just not, she's not respecting those allegiances. Like she doesn't, she doesn't care. What no, she cares about she's... is her, her end goal, her end game. And it's getting Craig to see that she's not a little kid anymore and that she's down. She's ready to be whatever he needs her to be. And that's why she's like waiting like a, like a, tiger or to pounce on him when she sees things going sideways uh with um ash and i just i feel sad that this is the way that manny lost her virginity but we also did talk about the fact that virginity is a construct and i stand by that i just think that the emotional things we mm-hmm. attach to it as a society can make it really like traumatic if you are building up a virginity ex- losing your virginity to be this experience and then it's not you right. have been conditioned to feel some sort of emotion negative emotional response to that and like she for her it would have been a positive emotion you know response if she lost her virginity and she ends up being with craig even if she because she had to steal him from um ash she's like you know mm-hmm. it, all in a day's work but he immediately is indifferent to her again it doesn't right it doesn't matter she calls him all weekend all, which must suck can you imagine how much that especially in this like that like the time before you really knew like you you had no other information Girl, no because i was living that i don't want to talk about I, because that. like i think I, I, it wasn't quite a craig but like yeah <laughs> Right, like you just had to see them in person at school and like go from there. Like, bitch, why didn't you call me back? Like, I'm gonna right? fight you. I'm gonna fight you. Like, it's yeah, so hard, Manny. She she went through it that whole weekend. Like, I we had sex, and you still don't care. Because, like, it's not his right. luck or he doesn't like Manny. It's you. It's you. Oh, God. But you've got boobs and he's into that. Yeah, I mean, those are... Yeah. <laughs> and also, as we learn so from our, uh, our beloved foray into Lifetime teen abstinence media um she's too young no glove no love <laughs> and that will come up to yeah well, well manny must have missed that after school special because she would must have been out all week. i know at least she's not getting syphilis in the throat and that does not where happen. is dr sally dr sally has abdicated her role here <laughs> deserted what's abstinence manny asked deserted these kids like skirt skirt yeah no abstinence manny does never heard of her she doesn't know her and it sucks um it's gonna come i mean that's pretty much the a plot like we just know that there this is just not good like this spoiler alert nothing nothing good good comes from this episode it's just not no 
But like uh, Craig um, and Ashley get back together though. Segments. Yes. Craig and Ash do get back together. Spoiler alert. Everybody gets back together a bunch of times. No, at the end Before of this we get episode. Into segments, I do want to just point out. Oh, yeah. At the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. It's the first of many times, though. It is, yes. Um, oh, no. I did want to touch on that. Is I hate that she's like, you know, I talked to Paige and blah, blah, blah. And, like, if you'll give me another chance. <sighs> and, like, it's, again, it's not unreasonable that she's upset by that. No, it's not. She did. She should not be asking for another chance. No, she shouldn't. She should be like, we're terrible together. Do you agree? Because I agree. We just don't. It just doesn't work. <laughs> but like the fact that she has. It doesn't to, work. Like, but like some level of growth, I guess a half a gold star for the fact that you now like, instead of just like ejecting yourself to the moon, talk about your problems kind of. I mean, good for you. Instead of like repressing right. and going to write a song about it in your dim ass room. I mean, we've got progress, baby. <laughs> we've got progress. <laughs> Um, but before we hop into segments, I do want to, because I just don't know where else it fits. Yeah. A thing that I noticed in, like, the background is there's a scene, or there's, like, two background actors. It's a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. and they're talking, and it's actually really interesting blocking to me, because he's against a wall, mm-hmm. and she's doing that thing that, like, guys do when they, like, corner you into a conversation where she's got her hand, like, on the door jam or the wall or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting choice. Little swapping of the gender roles. <laughs> They're like, go. Let's and also, try. that boy does not like that as a man. He's got chest hair. So, to uh, transition into segments, our first and newest segment is the music corner. And today's song, Should I Stay or Should I Go, we both are familiar with, both know pretty well, by The Clash. Um, I actually think this is pretty thematically. I pretty yeah, I think they did a good job on this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of their better. Um, one of their better music to episode. Yeah, and like it, I feel like it kind of works from both of our, like, main characters in the A-plot's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because they're both not getting what they need, and, like, are you going to give me what I need, or, like, do I have to go? Right. We've got some co- complex themes going on in this high school romance. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, it, they did a good job. I think a lot of the lyrics stand out, but... um. I think in the first verse, um, it's always tease, tease, tease. You're happy when I'm on my knees. Um, more the tease, tease, tease part, obviously. Even though I will, I will justify mm-hmm. the fact that Ash was not being teased by not wanting to have sex with him at that point. I think that was more from Craig's point of view. But um, yeah, they did a good job. I'll think about this song and reference. Well, and I get, I get how like I don't, I don't agree with Craig's interpretation that Ashley is a tease, but I can understand how he could get there. Of like, she loves him, then she wants to break up, then she wants to have sex with him, then she's mad at him because he told Spinner 
Um, which, of course, it doesn't help that Spinner can't, like, be Chill. mature Relax. about it at Keep all. He can't hold water, let alone a secret to himself. So, yeah. Spinner was just the wrong person to tell. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jimmy would have handled it. Marco would have mm-hmm. handled it. Spinner's like, let me blow up a condom. Just... Except it wasn't a condom. It was a balloon. Just, like, make suggestive faces towards you give you the finger guns while you're i'm standing in between you and your girlfriend and she's st- looking in my direction he's just does he do finger guns yeah at least one finger gun it might oh my god fuck you spinner but um but yeah so that's fa- <laughs> but yeah, yeah fitting, fitting song for a a clash of an episode but no um <laughs> But yeah, to uh Okay, so now So now Now we're gonna talk about a black hole that I have yeah. been waiting for for like yeah. my whole life. And it is fucking Sully. Oh. This is the last we will see of that douche Are you nozzle. Serious? He gets mentioned. He gets like mentioned in this charming man, but he I'm is gone. S- he is out of Manuela's life, he is out of my I'm life. I'm so happy about that actually. That's so fucking lovely. Fuck that guy. He bought somebody's MP3 player and took hit the road. Oh my gosh. Hit the road right out of our concern. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Whew. And we're not going to pour one out Fuck for that him. motherfucker. We're not going to have a moment Rejoice of silence. In we your are absence. going to say good riddance please, please. to bad so rubbish. Yes. And mosey on over. To the celebratory <laughs> fashion corner. Now that Sully's dead, we dance on you. Yeah. So, um, my first fashion comes at the very top of the episode. I've got to give it to Miss Ash Kerwin. I do like her look. I mean, she's rocking very basic, which I think is very um fitting for the aughts. But she's rocking a very basic mm-hmm. like t-shirt uh, material. Um, gray shirt but then it's got like satin cap uh like sleeves and i think it looks it's Mm -hmm. very simple shirt but it looks really nice on her and it stands out um yeah my my first fashion is most of my fashion is ashley this episode mm -hmm. i love this is ashley's best fashion era and i'm gonna ride that high until the wheels fall off (laughs) right um, my first one is her in class the next day, and she's wearing that T-shirt that I think says "Now You Know" mm-hmm. or something, yeah. with the like you know like magazine cutout mm-hmm. letters and the jacket. And she's it's simple, it's cute. She's no, she's doing really well this season. So mine is actually the next. My next one is the next day as well. Um, I've got two. So I've got our very own main character marco del rossi in this like cloud i mean it's like a it's a very loose tie-dye pattern um i it, it's mm-hmm. like cloud white with um cloud blue mixed in and it, it he looks just like a serene sky with his puka shell necklace on um and then we've got uh in the background a lovely lady in a uh like I mean, it's the floppy hat that Emma Nelson wishes that she owned in um, Relax, in the episode Relax. 
and instead she got that that scully ass cap the fleece scully but uh it's like a floppy beachy hat and um a matching navy shirt um the sleeves of which are a little bit bunchy it's like a california surfer girl vibe in canada and i love it this background character (laughs) (laughs) my next one is ashley the following day um, when Craig says, sings something about the way you shine and she's just wearing a simple black tee with like a red and black striped lightning bolt on it. Yeah. And her grommet belt and some jeans. And like, it's a good, simple look for her. I like that she's toned things down this season. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the Bratz, like Bratz style, like how they always try. I mean, Bratz were early 2000s, but how they just tried to dress them like they were like grunge girls, even though they weren't. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I actually have a fashion don't, I don't think that I do fashion don'ts very often, but I just find that this whole outfit in general, I think I thought it was a different outfit and it wasn't, I don't know where I'm seeing this outfit, but I'm actually going to try to find it. Cause now I'm sad that this wasn't the outfit I thought it was, but, um, in the same scene as, uh, Marco wearing his like tie dye cloud shirt, um, Manny is walking in the background carrying a bag, a net bag full of pom poms, and she is wearing a two piece little, like a crop jacket. Um, those are very popular. Those mm-hmm. crop jackets with like the the solid color block bands, and then the matching shorts that are cheeky booty shorts, and she's got a fluffy page newsboy cap whatever whatever boy you prefer and um it's fuzzy it's just fuzzy and it's pink the whole ensemble's pink she's got like a white shirt on under it and she's got these like pumped up athletic sneakers that are probably platformed like you know like supposed to look like spice girls but yeah just, it's not, not cute. It, it feels like a costume it, right it's just and I just don't I right it feels like a costume and I I really don't like it. I don't like the way she like moves around in it. It just doesn't look it doesn't showcase the best of Manuela. Um it, to me the whole look is a fashion right. don't. Um and I mean it doesn't help that she's carrying a bag of pom-poms. I think it's supposed to be like a cute thing to be doing, but it's not a cute. The whole thing is just not cute. no. It's a no for me. No. I really liked Ashley's party outfit was another one she's wearing like a like a see-through cap sleeve blouse Mm -hmm. and then over it she's got a yellow tank top Mm -hmm. and then a like long like khaki green skirt I love it and it's just it's a very like simple cute well put together Mm -hmm. look I love, and I actually like Paige's outfit too. Um, they get, I got them in a, a shot together. Um, at the party, she's wearing like a pretty mm-hmm. exaggerated, like, um, coat with a lot of string, like that stringy material that, uh, when you kind of shred jeans, uh, fringe. fringe. Yeah, but it's like shredded jean fringe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Still, yeah, but that's it's still shredded fringe. jean fringe. And, I mean, I, I prefer it off because it kind of looks like she strangled a Muppet. I prefer 
the sparkly like <laughs> fragile top that like tube top that she has on and she looks like um it's like a ruffled skirt of some kind like at least there's one or two ruffles visible that mm-hmm. are it could be a jean skirt or it could be like a similar stretchy material but either way it complements the like sparkly top she's wearing and it's pink they look good together they actually Hazel's look like looking friends cute at this party too i know we don't get enough of it and i love the yeah. brown that hazel's wear. it looks like she's wearing something like earth toned mm-hmm. and her hair is down and she's got like gold jewelry it looks like it might be like a leopard print type deal but it's working yeah. and it might not be she's got a very cute black mini skirt on like no hazel hazel i need i need pictures of this friend of these three these three friends because they look like they could be friends like if you had no other context if i just showed Mm -hmm. you you know this screen cap of them like they just they they look like two friends but i don't know if you could say that from any other point in the show so far except for when they were actually like friends in the beginning of the show so we're slowly getting back to how we used to be Except we're better because we learned lessons. I really liked, right? I really liked Manny's party outfit, but, (laughs) but had she put on the hat, I think it could have completely ruined it. Just the fact that she was holding the hat knocked it down a peg. The hat era is... I'm very unforgiving with the hat. See, I actually didn't I, I like it's not that it was bad. It was just like I it was kind of I like I was never a fan of that kind of collared shirt on a girl. I don't know why, but it just was like it wasn't my favorite on her. It wasn't even a fashion donor. It's just like it's not my favorite. Um I actually prefer the it's, next It's not like the no, I was uh, I was gonna say I prefer the outfit she's wearing the next day um, more because I think it looks and I mean I get what kind of understated sexy she's going for and I don't think it doesn't work it's just it's never been a, a style I've liked on a woman um, so that's yeah it's just mm. like nobody can really carry that for me <laughs> but the off the shoulder um very much it's giving like Aaliyah alia like in a music video even though you were on the steps of degrassi you and like there's some kind of picture going on it could be a cloud there's something going on that's supposed to be fashionable i can't tell the resolution's not that great people but it's a very like the the colors work for her she's got her hair kind of pinned back on the top and it's down in front so we don't see that much of much of what's going on anyway but we can see that her shoulders bare and she's trying to look confident to kind of approach craig um and she's telling you know she's telling emma that she can't tell her what happened yet and yeah Oh, so sad, but she's at least she looks cute in the outfit to be rejected again. Dress for yeah, the job. It's you a want. little busy for my taste. Yeah, right. But... I think that's the see, we, we're we're meeting at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Cause you like it, I think so you like her outfit because um her outfit at the party because it was more simple. And I like 
like like this outfit because it mm-hmm. wasn't too simple. It was giving Miss Kwan for me. <laughs> Her outfit at the party. <laughs> that's you know that's fair. It was like Manny, is this really what you chose that's to come very fair. and be deflowered in? But no, I'm I'm joking. I'm super joking about that last part. But. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I couldn't, I couldn't help thinking that like, she just looks like she's beat Miss Kwan's ass on the way to the party and stole her fucking outfit. But yeah, that would be assuming that she knew that Miss Kwan says, fuck these kids. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But uh, do you have any more fashion? (laughs) I don't. I do have a Heather Sinclair hypothesis though. Yes, indeedy. And I feel like we've maybe hypothesized this girl before, but I'm not sure. Um, But she's a blonde girl at the party. Um, I got a picture. She's in a couple of shots, but I got a picture of her when Craig comes back inside. Okay. She's wearing a very, like, momish blouse, I feel like. It's, like, a button-up that's, like, large stripes of light Mm -hmm. blue. And then it'll go like light blue, thin stripe orange, thick stripe light blue, thin strap dark blue. It's very, I don't know. It's not cute. <laughs> and I think she might be, and it's ill-fitting. Here, wait, me. Oh, I gotta be able to see. I've got my script pulled up like a good podcast host. Ah, uh, okay. I see her. It's not it's not a good look, and I think she might be Heather Sinclair. And I will accept that. Because um, I did not notice that young lady, and I think that's her job to fly under the radar. <laughs> but I don't need your approval, Avis. I know you don't, but you've got it. Gold star. No, I'm just fine. Yeah, well, okay, I'd rather have it, I guess. Am I a shining star this week? Is that what you're saying? If, if podcasts host could be shining stars you'd be one yes um, <laughs> you too um, <laughs> but i think then we are ready to fire some shots aren't we shots fired you know i love firing shots Got a couple of them um I th- yeah this was a pretty good episode for it my first one is, you know, and we've seen Craig do this before, quite frankly, you know, when Manny asked him out and then he was like, a date with you? No. Um, but Ash tells him that she loves him and he doesn't say anything. And she's like, do you feel the same way? And he goes, actually, I think you're dumb and you kind of smell. Um... And then are we, like, going chronologically? Yeah. Okay, Okay, cool. Um, Then when they're outside of the school and Craig is, um, Spinner and Paige are being all disgustingly lovey-dovey and Craig says, um, I think I need an insulin shot. And then... (laughs) And then later in that conversation when he's like trying to ask Spinner for advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, what do you want a video? <laughs> yes. 
Um, and then Marco fires a shot and is like, it's okay, Craig. Looks like somebody here hasn't made it past third base himself. Zoom, Which then Spinner, zoom, zoom. you know, <laughs> it's it, he comes in with, you know, and this is substantially less homophobic than Spinner was, you know, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. So progress, not perfection. Right. Um, you know, and I a little bit think it's him trying to Maybe like... Maybe pull you the know, white flag out. Wave the white flag and like, you know, fucking how you kind of dick around with your friends in that way. And he's like, okay, I'm trying to like welcome you back into this. And he hits him with like, you know, anything about getting to home plate. You're too busy checking out the bat boy. I always object to the term bat boy, but yeah, that's a real term. Um, Okay. <laughs> Wait, why do you object to the term because that boy? Because homoerotic undertones, primarily. But Does it? In my mind. In my dirty mind. I'm always thinking about... In my mind, it conjures bat boy from the tabloid covers. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so... My, <laughs> my first shot's fired. I'm just gonna... <laughs> my first shots fired um yeah just machine gun fire that yeah if i could if i had that sound effect which i'll probably have to look for um manny reaching out uh to kiss sully and grabbing a whole bit of air um because he's not messing oh my he's just not trying to kiss her and then um i'm also tacking in his ass smack of hers obviously him smacking her ass and um his muted like nice in response to the quality of the ass smack this guy is just so fucking nasty (laughs) i hope he fell into his own black hole like separate from all of the other victims of the black hole so they don't have to be stuck in the void with sully can you imagine like I hate going that guy. into a black hole situation and being stuck with a guy like Sully for like presumably ever eternity. That would really fucking suck. Right? Um <laughs> Craig saying bad. Hell is other hell people. Hell is other people. Uh, Craig saying bad, you suck. Uh Craig saying in res- <laughs> in response to Marco asking what Craig wrote in the card to Ashley. Okay, you are a girl. Um, over in the B plot, we've got Snake saying, "What I need is peace and quiet." What is this, Grand Central Station? Spike saying, "You are not dead yet. Put the damn shirt on and go." <laughs> Shout out to Spike in this episode. I really love her in this episode. Um, Joey saying, "To heads that match our bowling balls." And I just have one more. Um, Craig's, it's the last one in the episode. Did you have any more before that? Oh, I did have okay. one before yeah. that. It's it's just the fact that Manny called Craig a million times and he did not answer. And I think that, that, is, that is a shot. That is. He just did it. He just, and you know Joey told him. You know Joey told him. And he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Sucks. Um poor Joey fucking taking those calls. Poor, poor Sydney. Sydney. 
stop taking those messages all weekend. He's like, that's not what she planned. She's like, I just want to date my bald used car salesman. I don't want to get involved in all this fucking high school drama. She says, I don't even want to listen to their fucking band practice. I don't give a fuck about any of this. Um, But my... My last shots fired is is a, a cap to that lovely um the culmination of him not calling her all weekend. Um Craig staring at Manny while hugging Ash and and speaking to Ash saying I love you too. And if that's not the sickest fucking shots fired <laughs> like I've never <laughs> in my life had anybody like that is some psychological shit it's always it's always coming from yeah. Craig's ass he's always gotta like mind fuck you two ways like <sighs> poor girl like she is only in high school in like the beginning of high she's gonna it's gonna be many years until she unpacks how many ways this teenage boy fucked her up so many years and like not in a calculated right. way wait until they start trying to fuck you up cause then that's just a whole nother thing right <laughs> Oh, Manuela, you beautiful queen. You sweet fool. (laughs) You sweet, sweet fool. (laughs) When are Leos born? Is she a sweet summer child? Yeah, she's a Leo. She does say she's a Leo, but I don't know. We don't know when she was so... Yeah, but when are are Leos born? July 22nd to August... Like, so she is. She's a sweet summer child, and we love her. And she's a fool right now. (laughs) Um, did you have any shining stars this episode, Marco? I'm gonna give it to Marco. If Jimmy was in this episode, I'd probably throw it to him too. But he's not. Um, no. I mean, Marco can have it. I don't really think there was anybody doing any anything any any special here um if we want to go i mean i think joey was kind of sweet but like he also kind of just did the bare minimum for his friend who's going through chemo right this is what you do when your best friend from forever has cancer it's like eh, you don't you don't always get a gold star for like doing what you're supposed to do yeah I'll give it to Marco. Marco was giving solid advice, although the advice Marco should have been giving is break up with her. (laughs) But but instead he said, go to her. How we need, uh, we need need Sean. We need spinners saying to Jimmy, but, but to, to Manny, you and Craig were never a couple. And the two seconds that you did date were terrible. You guys have nothing in common. You were the worst idea. Please move on with your life. (laughs) We need him dropping straight facts just like he did about fucking Jimmy and Ashley. Because where are you when we need you in this situation? We need you. Um, Right? Yeah. Um, Okay, wait. Who else? Because I thought of a very weak shining star for a second. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to give it to him anyway because it's not Spinner's fault that Craig was dumb enough to tell Spinner and we all know that Spinner is a child with no impulse control. Like, we know this. It's <laughs> For throwing the, helping throw the party? Um, Spinner was a really sweet yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, I was going to say. To party. throw a party. Um, you I, know? It's... And I know Ashley put in a lot of the work too, but like, 
Spinner was involved. He helped. And he had to hang out with Ashley in order to, like... Like, he spoke more to Ashley than he has from grade 7 to yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, To plan this party for Paige. Uh, I'll put Spike in there. I just feel like she was a good spouse. Like, not getting angry with him more than... Because I, I just think it's a frustrating situation for everyone. She's a, a second-time mom, but, like, there's been years, a decade and some change in between the last time that she parented and she was a child the last time she did that. So she's going through motherhood right. all over again, but it went in a completely new context. And, like, dealing with being a mother... Uh, a, and has a cancer yeah, husband being who... a wife for the first time, so, like, marriage. But, like, your husband's sick. How do you support him? And, like, she, I think she did a great... Thing for her marriage because she she actually tried yeah, to get him out fair. of the routine and get him to experience some of what he was kind of shutting out so I'll give it to her there I didn't love her in the first half like I didn't love her being so pushy and like blah 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 like be cheery it's not that bad yeah. and whatever you know I made nachos yeah. but calling in right, Joey like and not like realizing and... that like you're not the one going through this experience even though you are having an experience related to this you're not the one who's going through chemo you know mm-hmm. you have to you can only you know pull right. yourself kind of outside of how frustrated you are and imagine how frustrated he is going through it so i think she probably does we can only assume some mm-hmm. of some of that internal work that makes her arrive at doing what she does for snake um and I think it really helps. So I will give her a shining star for that. Did you have any super bummers? Um, yeah, there was a couple. <laughs> so many. Um, um, yeah. Ashley, Craig, Manny. Yeah, right. The, the three, the trifecta. Snake. snake I sucked. mean, do we give Snake I mean, a pass? I, I feel like we've given them a pass recently. But he's he bumming me, me out. out a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like the most time you really spend are with the trifecta and they all are so annoying and bumming so annoying. me the fuck out the entire runtime. Um, yeah. I don't really have anybody else to like who's left after that. <laughs> like nobody else is really. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's funny, like, there's a whole ass party, but it's like, nobody is really particularly present. We see Jimmy once, we see yeah, Terry once. Yeah, we got once. Hazel floating around in there. You know, they both get lines. We see Hazel at the party, but she doesn't say a word. She was not at all invited to help uh, plan this party. Yeah, yeah, I guess she had nothing she could contribute here, which is interesting, seeing as she's Paige's maybe other she was, best Maybe it was her job to get Paige that maybe there. Is, that could that would be a very valuable contribution. Um, but yeah, Paige is pretty like a bystander. Maybe it was so actually she like a... She can't really be included in any of these proceedings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and she's, she's not, not really a, a bummer. bummer she's not so she's she shine either. She's just whatever. She's neutral. No, she, no, she nobody, nobody yeah, shines. Just, yeah. Um, anybody else? No. No, heavy no. emphasis on the main three in this in these uh, this episode. But and then, well, no, just make it the main four. I'll test tack and yeah. snake. The the four main players in in this episode. You guys all really 
bummed us out. So, yeah. Bummed yeah. me out, yeah. yeah. I think it's just, uh, obviously, I forgot the format of our show, and there is a very awkward silence there, but I think <laughs> there's just one more question to ask. That's okay, because we can answer um, Does it go there? There is just one more question to yeah. ask. Does it go there? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, we've got... I'm going to say that it goes there. We've got a 14-year-old losing her virginity to an older boy with a girlfriend. After much premeditation, um, (laughs) there's, this is just, yeah, it goes there. She's like just waiting. We've also got mention of drunk driving accident that killed a kid. We, which did not happen in this Mm -hmm. particular iteration of the series, but it is Degrassi canon, which goes there so yeah this episode you kind of forget about it i think i definitely did but um yeah because bigger events happen in a couple episodes but uh this is the catalyst so yeah and it went there yeah it, it goes there all right guys thanks for listening to your mom's podcast next week we'll be talking about whisper to a scream where ellie finally becomes an actual character and terry gets her first and worst boyfriend or at least i hope he's the worst she'll ever have terry this episode of your mom's podcast was made possible in part by love day the zit remedy and support from listeners like you if you'd like to further support our show you can find us on tiktok and facebook as your mom's podcast we also have a facebook group of the same name and you can find us on instagram at ympadcast. your mom's podcast is available on spotify apple podcasts youtube or wherever you get your podcasts Subscriptions and reviews are another great free way to support us. However, if you're interested in supporting us in not free ways, we have a lot of great bonus content on our Patreon and some great merch at our shop, which can be found at your-moms-padcast-shop.fourthwall.com. And remember, that's Padcast. P-A-H-D-C-A-S-T. Thank you. We would like to say a thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Octavia Faith, Margot Mancini, June Bard, and Abutz. And a very special thank you to our Titty Snake producer, Alika Fenderson. Thank you so much for supporting the show, guys. Thank you. Ew, I hate how I said thank you. Thank you.